Welcome back to the pod. Um, all right, bear with me here. I'm adjusting. So, yeah, the topic kind of came up uh, yesterday. Um, I was kind of thinking about something. And while I'm hydrating this morning, I kind of want to talk about that. So bear with me. Um, It's kind of around the topics of, you know, a little bit about my history of, of dating or early days of seeing if I was going to be dating someone. Um, but back when I was like part of this ultra religious church environment, uh, so um, something I noticed, um, or something I was like remembering yesterday while I was doing some laundry um I started thinking about this this one dude that I used to know um and I was kind of wondering what happened to him because we were friends when we were younger and you know he I, I didn't have like an interest in him necessarily but like there were a lot of things that I had an interest in about his life like I just not really like in any kind of crush sort of way but he was fun he was a good friend he got in trouble a lot though but I was like you know people kind of saw him in this light that was kind of like oh he's a troublemaker kind of person and me and my brother were close friends with him and liked him and he was cool you know like we were into the same music he was really artistic and very gifted with drawing uh so when i was around him you know i always wanted to draw and you know i was in the art and rapping and stuff like that like we would kind of like make rap music and talk on the phone and you know i just remember at a certain point he started getting pretty interested in girls um And so that's when I kind of saw less of him is like during high school when he kind of went to another school and started getting interested in girls. And I was kind of like, I think I met one of his girlfriends, um, but I was more like in touch with his cousin. Uh, His cousin and me were in the same class. I think me, him and his cousin were all in the same grade. Um, but yeah, his cousin stayed at the same school and this friend, he left, he left and went somewhere else. And so through his cousin, you know, uh, like, I don't know how to explain this. Um, like back then, like in the, in this religious world, 
that I was a part of, like, there were, there still are, but there were kind of like churches were kind of like in LA, there were a lot of churches, right? Within the same denomination. So there were churches that were more conservative, that would maybe only play hymns. You wouldn't be allowed to clap in the churches. Like they never did anything technologically advanced like they might not show like powerpoints or videos in their church or like play drums and stuff like that and then there were churches that were kind of in the middle and then there were churches that were kind of more like up to date and modern with like maybe they'd show like a video clip of something or like you know they'd use like instruments that weren't like organs and you know they might have electric guitars and drums and stuff like that uh and sing more modern songs that weren't like ancient hymns they would sing like newer songs from like the christian radio stations and stuff like that and there would be the stuff in the middle and so the the church is in the middle and then so they there would kind of be that kind of spectrum and then there was another spectrum that was layered on top of that that was kind of like ethnic racial cultural kind of spectrum so depending a lot of times where the churches were located they would have different types of people so for example there's a church in rolling hills it tends to be pretty conservative mostly white mostly old there's a church in san pedro two of them that i know of uh one of them is like it used to be called the yugoslavian church i think it's serbian croatian church now um and uh they speak uh that language um they speak their language I don't know if it's Serbian, Croatian, like what the language is that they speak there, but it's not an English church. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have like translators and people there do know English too, but like I think I went to that church once. Uh, And then there were, there's like the Spanish speaking church out there. I think it's called Amistad. I don't know if it's still there. Um, But it's in Spanish and quite conservative there used to be quite a few um uh polynesian groups in like hawthorne area lawn i think lawndale hawthorne somewhere like that i don't know uh so you know uh there's ephesus in south central it's kind of more of a gospel style black congregation um there's hollywood church that's kind of more like contemporary christian very diverse it's very um open-minded very affirming uh for lgbtq plus people and all types of people like they have people on their stage who are trans people who are maybe non-binary people who are bi who have positions in the church and they allow membership and all like they don't discriminate and some of these other churches would possibly discriminate this is a church that doesn't discriminate uh so there's all these kind of different things where there's like all this stuff where there's like different people different 
environments and like when I was younger you know there were a lot more people my age going to these churches and so you know we intermingled like once once we got to an age where we were like teens and we were able to kind of like you know kind of go around the city by ourselves without like our parents driving us all over the place all the time or maybe they would drop us off and pick us up if it was somewhere far but you know we would usually meet at the malls and things like that so I with this friend of mine and then kind of not like falling out of a friendship with him but more like transitioning a friendship into you know hanging out with his cousin more I was more into like sports and soccer with his cousin and uh his cousin was really into like Latino culture um his parents were really well off and I mean it's kind of hard for me to like talk about these people um because like every it's it's kind of a very close-knit group of people like I can guarantee you if I'm talking about these people even not even telling their names just generally identifying like the areas um somebody can identify this like if there's somebody from that denomination that's local that listens on here they they can figure out who I'm talking about so I try to be kind of careful but I'm not saying anything like too outrageous so I just wanted to mention that that's why I kind of don't delve too deeply into stories when I'm talking about religion and my experiences with these religious environments when I was growing up because the people are uh, it's not me being paranoid it's for real like everyone's so connected and unless you were part of that religion it's really hard to know but like I even have friends now multiple friends like in nursing and in other fields that work at at these religious universities and these religious environments and I don't really think I have like a name for myself anymore like I don't really engage with people like that but I'm pretty sure I could find people who know people that I know if I were to go and meet people that grew up in this religion and they were maybe now colleagues or in the cohorts of my current friends from wherever San Diego LA wherever um, who had no connection with this religion whatsoever and then if they met people that were growing up in this church connected with the religion like I was during these times back when I was younger I'm pretty sure we know some of the same people I'm pretty sure I know some of my current friends colleagues social circles we probably know each other's social circles at least a couple people that's how intertwined it was and this is like between different counties so it's like there are a lot of people but you get very very socialized in that church environment because you spend so much time together um it's really like a small the the best i can describe it is like the church itself is almost like a small town in and of itself so you would almost consider like almost like a small town or like a small town feel between different counties 
but you're re you're connected through like this religion so you cross paths with a lot of the same people and if you go to different churches a lot and go to different social events a lot you start meeting people who know like oh like this is my you know close family friend you know maybe i have a close family friend that used to come over every weekend and they had a roommate in in the religious college that now i'm talking to that roommate's sister or cousin or something you know and then i meet that roommate and then i go back and tell my friend like hey like i just met your roommate from college you know like that kind of stuff happens like on a regular basis so it's kind of like the more i intermingle nowadays like the more i kind of come across people but i don't like actively seek them out i used to because that was my comfort zone and now it's not my comfort zone but um i just avoid it mostly now um but i i don't really know um I don't really know what I think I I so basically sorry I'm getting a little distracted so <clears throat> this cousin you know that I started this friend's cousin that I started hanging out with like he was more into Latino culture into the music he turned me on to some music stations like uh I think it was 97.5 um I started listening to that radio station he was mostly comfortable speaking Spanish and I was taking Spanish in school and so I remember hanging out with him and this Panamanian uh student who we were in the same class as this other guy from Guatemala and the three of them would speak Spanish all the time and I would just sit and just absorb and listen and we would all just kind of like hang out I started hanging out with them like quite a lot and then I started hanging out with this guy and his church and you know I think me and my brother did a sleepover at his house once um and then you know we went to soccer the next morning and I remember we went and we um you know we we talked uh we would talk we would hang out um we kind of got along pretty good uh, he was really quiet but like he was fun I had a good time hanging out with him we go to the malls together and stuff and um it's really hard to explain because I feel like nowadays the things that I'm saying are almost like foreign you know what I mean it's like I grew up and it, I think it's more so because of the religion it wasn't so much because of because of the uh uh, because of, you know, because I'm a millennial, I, I think I still noticed that my experiences were pretty rare living in a major city, seeing the same people all the time, growing up with the same people. And the reason why I mention it is because the other day I, you know, hung out with some people that I grew up with that we kind of grew up in the religion together. Um, I don't think any of us are like too, you know, involved in it these days like I'll maybe watch a service every now and then like you know last weekend I watched part of a service because I wanted the music because I was you know practicing some gospel style chords and I was like I just like to be like immersed in the music sometimes and 
so I, I tuned in for the music, but the service was so long, like, I, I tuned in around 11 something, turned it off, came back around 1.30, and they were still going, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not gonna, like, listen to this anymore, but, like, I'm, like, over two hours, and they're still, they're still, they weren't even done, so I didn't really, um, I didn't really tune back in but I tuned back in later in the week to watch a little bit again of the of the opening songs um because I enjoyed them I like I like I do like gospel music I like it like I find it very uplifting a lot of the times sometimes I don't sometimes I do it depends on the lyrics it depends on how the songs sound but you know uh it's part of my culture so you know there's some stuff that I'm still gonna dabble in even though I'm not you know dabbling hardcore in a religious environment I still kind of just do my own thing um but yeah this this friend that I was interacting with he he and I and my brother you know we started kind of you know mingling more and my dad started kind of like interacting more with his parent with with his mom um and they were friends and uh, we're all friends because of the sports league and everything and because we went to the same school together uh but then yeah because we were teens we started like hanging out like outside of outside of different places and so we would hang out together we would you know be um you know we would be together just hanging out um and he had other friends from his church that were, you know, Spanish speaking. Uh, I mean, everyone spoke English too, but it's like, I could tell like they were more comfortable speaking Spanish and it, it didn't bother me. Like, I mean, I'm from LA guys. Like there are people who, I can't tell you how many groups of friends I've had where I was the one who spoke English and I was the English, the fluent English speaker. And I had multiple people around me who did not fluently speak English or who were more comfortable with their native language and I've always just been like I I love it like I you like I never felt like that they were like leaving me out or like anything like we would still interact but I'm like I still want to be the person that gives people space to speak their own language and like practice their own culture when they're around me like they don't have to like shut it off just because I'm black and I speak English and whatever you know like speak Spanish speak Khmer speak you know Vietnamese languages and Korean and Japanese and you know speak your native language like I don't mind you know speak Serbian I don't mind speak it like it's not gonna bother me um I learned so much from other people's cultures just from letting them be who they're gonna be and it, do it doesn't bother me you know because I never felt like people were like looking and pointing and like like trying to like talk crap about me in their native language or anything um, but I, um, I, I've had family members who, you know, don't speak English as their first language. I have plenty of family members that speak another language and they, I've had family members who have literally like tried to talk crap about me in front of my face, not knowing that I kind of understood what they were saying. And it's like, I've had that more from family than I've had from actual friends of mine. So that just, that, let's not say any more about that. But I mean, 
Like, I don't really mind people speaking other languages. I don't get, like, insecure about it. I can kind of tell. Like, um... And if I do notice that people are kind of, like, saying something just because they think that I can't understand them, I will I will mention that I understand what they're saying. I mean, it happened to me not that long ago when I was trying to sell my car, and some people came to look at it, and they were speaking Spanish back and forth about this car, looking under the hood, and kind of talking crap like, oh, is it a piece of junk? Like, this is, like, whatever, you know? And I was just kind of like, no, nah, it's not a piece of junk, actually. Like, and I was like explaining like which parts were new, and it kind of threw them off because they were like, they were expecting, oh, they switched into Spanish, so I'm not gonna understand. It's like, bro, I understand you loud and clear. <laughs> like, I don't speak Spanish fluently, but was I? I am good enough to kind of understand like the gist of what's going on in a conversation, and especially because I'm like, we're talking about a car. So I kind of know like the topic of conversation and I can tell like just with mannerisms and mannerisms and how people are pointing at certain things and whatnot. But yeah, and it had nothing to do with them being Latino or whatever. Like I'm not saying that the culture's rude at all. I, I rarely have problems with Latino people being rude. Like that's not really like a thing. Just these, this specific, these specific two people were rude. But that comes in all shapes, sizes, colors, backgrounds, ethnicities, nationalities. They're rude Americans. They're rude black people. They're rude Africans. They're rude, you know, any, just put a label. They're rude people in every culture. So I'm not just singling them out. But yeah, they came in pretty hot with some rudeness. And I was just like, dude, I'm giving you my time to look at my stuff. And they were just rude one of the the dude was rude he was like a young guy probably 20 years old or so like he was like literally pointing his finger in my face and stuff and I'm just like bro like you need to relax like I don't understand why you're coming at me like you know like I feel like they were trying to scam me in the first place so I'm just like I feel like that's where it was coming from they were trying to use like some kind of like intimidation tactics it wasn't it wasn't like a legit interest like they wanted the car for super cheap so they can so they could flip it and like really you want me to give you my car for 400 bucks like my tires are worth more than 400 bucks you know um all the parts on that car that are new are worth more than 400 bucks and so i'm just like bro 400 bucks is nothing you know but anyways um yeah so basically this this um this guy you know this friend's cousin introduced me to a lot of his friends that were from the same church environment and you know um they got along we got along good and you know he eventually went to college in mexico uh so I think we stayed in touch pretty good until he went to college in Mexico for like a year or two and then he came back and went to one of the other religious universities in in Southern California and graduated from there but I was like man like I really wanted to go <laughs> like I wanted to go to school with him like I was like I wasn't I wasn't like interested in him like in a crush kind of way but 
there were a couple friends of his that I kind of like dabbled with there was one friend of his that I found more attractive than the brother but it was the brother that I hung out with more um and we kind of went to some of the school banquets together like I kind of invited him to go with me um and he came over a few times and he came over to the house or like we'd hang out at the beach and the mall and stuff like that but he lied a lot about all kinds of stuff um so we didn't really you know I kind of fell out of friendship with him because of that but yeah when it came to like things with this church with like dating and mingling and meeting people it was so awkward like it was just so awkward because I think in a way I was allowed or able to easily hang out between different groups and different uh, uh, genders of groups because because you know I played sports and because I kind of had an interest in music which is kind of like more of a neutral thing you know and because I had a brother who was a similar age like I could hang out with guys go over to guys places and have sleepovers and stuff like that up until a pretty old age and nobody really was like on my case about it it's like I went over to multiple of my guy friends places and we had sleepovers you know and nobody really thought much of it and it was always at like each other's parents houses and stuff like that too so it wasn't like a big deal um and you know we we all got along good and um you know it's kind of like a nostalgia kind of thing like I don't know since I've been back over here lately I've kind of been thinking more about the good the good times versus like before when I was thinking about all the like negative stuff like there was definitely a lot of good stuff but um yeah when it came to like the dating world that was the part that was really strange because it's like I never really knew that many people well I'll put it this way a lot of my friends were guys and so a lot of them were dating um there was one female in the social circle I wouldn't call her like a friend or not a friend like we didn't have any like I don't think we had like any bad blood but like we didn't really have a lot in common other than some things uh like weed related stuff I guess but you know I don't really want to talk too much about that but um basically you know uh she and I were you know we have a birthday a few days apart and we kind of we kind of hung out because she was dating a lot of my guy friends like she kind of dated them or dated a few of them here or there uh, but I just remember that people were always in each other's business when it came to like dating it was like people were always in each other's business about it and that was something that I was like it really deterred me from like trying to like really show any interest in anybody because I was like I don't really want my business out there like that you know um so I think I've mentioned it before that like when I did have an interest in someone 
um, if I did want to date someone or hang out with them, you know, I would, I would usually choose people that weren't in my immediate churches, but I would do kind of like just, um, networking socially with people. So like through this friend's cousin, I met a lot of these Latino, uh, teens that were my age I think I was in my teens or early 20s uh and we all kind of were around that age like late high school early college um and we all kind of hung out together and um so it's kind of weird it's like I feel like I definitely had a lot of uh friendships relationships with people that were you know I would say they were safe they were you know, like this guy, uh, the cousin of the friend, he, he, he and his family were like really good people. Um, the other, um, was safe. Like the cousin, the, the one that I was initially hanging out with, um, he was, he was a good guy. Um, his folks were a little strict on him, but we got along good and, you know, I definitely had a lot of friends that, like, were very trustworthy, but the issue was, is that, like, it wasn't very common to hang out, like, one-on-one. Like, there were a few friends I did that with, um, like, I think mostly the friends that lived, like, right near me. Like, there was a friend that I used to talk to on the phone almost every day when we were growing up, up until college or something. There was another friend who, yeah, we would hang out a lot one-on-one and this other, like those two were both guys and this other like female friend and the three of them, I think I'd hang out with them maybe one-on-one more than most other people. Um, but just trying to hang out with somebody, just me and them, uh, that wasn't super common. Um, there was usually like a group of us at least three or four people if not like six seven people that we were all hanging out together you know we would all be together and you know uh you know have time together you know as friends but I don't really know if there was a lot of it a lot of time where we were, uh, um, um, you know, like alone for long periods of time. Like this guy that I was saying lied a lot. Like we, we kind of hung out with the two of us a lot. Um, and I think once I started driving, it was a little bit easier. Um, I think that's when I was about 18. I had a car. And so the same freaking car that I have, (laughs) I had the same damn car guys, uh, since I was like 18. And so I've been driving that fucking car. So basically not lately, I don't drive it anymore (laughs) because it's like, it's not, it's not really it's not drivable it's not worth repairing at the moment but anyways uh yeah it's just not reliable but basically 
me and my friends, you know, we we didn't really get a lot of time to get to know each other outside of like groups. Um you know, as far as like dating, most of my friends I don't think were allowed to date. Um maybe I think 16 was maybe considered a little bit young, but I feel like most of my friends, once they turned like 18, maybe dated more. But in this religious culture, usually what happens, at least in the past, what would normally happen was you would go to high school, meet all these people, and then split off into like one of the multiple religious colleges or universities finish up your school there and in the meantime you're going to meet somebody in college that you might potentially have an interest in enough to marry and that was kind of how that would go uh but i was of a generation where a lot of our families and a lot of us as students could not finish uh our schooling in college through these religious universities because they were ultra expensive and also they weren't as good as you know the uc and cal state systems and we live in la la has really good community colleges and you can easily transfer into a uc or a cal state and i and they're cheaper they're cheaper than the religious universities and so a lot of us were like trying to get masters or doctorates or like things like that and we were like I don't really want to go to like those religious schools and do it because our parents weren't really like trying to pay private school money like that because they paid for us to go to private school up till 10th grade or whatever from youth like I went to private school from third grade to 10th grade and that was not free I mean there are three of us kids in in my household you know I had two I have two siblings and so we all went to that school um I think my sister left in high school. She didn't want to go to that school through 10th grade. She left at 9th grade and started at the public school in 9th grade, I think. Um, but yeah, I grew up in that religious school, in that religious environment. And as far as like trying to date people, I didn't really have that many interests in a lot of the people. Um, other than you know the one guy that I was saying um and there were a couple guy friends that I had that I was kind of like I really enjoy hanging out with this guy but I tended to have just like a lot of male friends and that's just kind of how it went um and the female friends I had we played sports um I'm trying to think I really don't remember having crushes on a lot of the females I knew I didn't really tend to meet other females outside of, um, outside of, uh, you know, in other social circles. I think, okay, if I had to say potential, potential people that I might have almost had a crush on, but maybe I didn't label it that, there was one, uh, that Panamanian female friend uh I think I think I don't think I was like into her necessarily because her 
social circle of friends were really gossipy and I really didn't like that but she was nice like we got along for a certain period of time we were interacting because of the Spanish speaking uh, group that she was kind of like in as friends we started to kind of hang out and there was that guy who I said the cousin so his sister uh, we played soccer and I wasn't like into her but like not like that but I'd say I, I liked her to some extent like I liked that she was good at sports she was good at music um she was nice like we got along good uh she hung out with some friends that you know um were athletic as well so me and her and one of her friends and another one of my friends we would kind of run together when we would do like pe uh so we kind of ran together a little bit and like played sports on sundays and you know i was hanging out with her brother all the time so like we kind of would interact but she was a little younger and i don't remember her really hanging out with us because i hung out with her brother and i don't think she really hung out with her brother like that um and so i didn't really get to hang out with her too much outside of like sports and and church types of events because one of their brother their younger brothers was singing in spanish i think he did church songs in spanish and he was really good at it like i don't know if it's considered mariachi music but it was kind of like that style of singing uh but he was really young at this time he was like a kid like first second grade or something he was really young um but yeah all of them were really like hardcore into soccer and like really skilled really good soccer players and i think they coached and like during college they went into like coaching and all kinds of stuff and just got like super athletic and i was more like super on the side of like studious and you know academic type of nerdy stuff so i kind of went another direction and didn't really see them as often but uh those were kind of the people that i kind of hung out with for a long period of time one of the social circles but i had others you know it just depended what I was doing and where I was going and you know who was where who wanted to do what and who was available what part of LA were we going to be in and all this kind of stuff like but yeah when it came to dating I think it was hard to do because like you know I wasn't really like trying to meet like women because this was like a prejudiced church and like especially back then people weren't even like trying to be open-minded like it wasn't like now how it's like you have churches that like actively like try to be affirming or like at least try to be open-minded uh they were just like flat out like you would never hear anybody saying anything good um about lgbt people unfortunately like and it was a very closed-minded church so and i do think that you know my mind was like i never minded having like uh lgbt friends like they never i was never like like because i had quite a few friends that were like out and still went to church and stuff like i knew quite a few people that were gay people uh when i was growing up and you know 
I never actively saw some I'm not saying it never happened but I never actively saw in front of my face or heard from them of firsthand experiences where somebody just like putting them down or like anything like that but I know secondarily for a fact there would be like church groups um discussions sermons vespers all kinds of stuff where people were talking crap about LGBT people and just what they say the Bible says and all this kind of nonsense but you know a lot of these people were prejudiced and then there were other people who just weren't prejudiced um and they were openly not prejudiced and so they would talk about it like a different way but I don't think I really knew like back then like I just kind of knew I wasn't really interested too much in the guys like there were a couple guys that I kind of liked a little bit but uh there weren't really a lot of females that I really liked I just feel like my mind just didn't go there but I kind of wondered I was just kind of like why don't I like anybody you know I just wasn't like interested in any I was like I don't understand why these girls are like so into these guys like none of it was you know it I was I was just kind of like I don't understand why they like these guys you know um I don't understand what they see in, in them you know like I I liked playing basketball with them and soccer and sports and hockey and rollerblading and skating and snowboarding and all I like doing that and having our bands together and all that kind of stuff but I never really understood like like what it was that these females were seeing in my guy friends I was kind of like I don't know but I mean they were nice guys but I just never I was just kind of like I don't have that kind of interest in them I just never really did for most for most of them um like I don't think I really was interested in too many of my guy friends until probably honestly like grad school and right before grad school so like later in college and then early in grad school there were some guys that I was like okay they're kind of more my flavor um but yeah like I wasn't really into that many guys um and the ones I was into it was like few and far between and you know, I was, I think I was just more comfortable meeting the guys that were not connected to my church because there was something about that that just didn't feel like safe. Like, not that they specifically weren't safe, but more that their connection to the church was not safe. Um, but kind of like almost 360, um, now, like, I, or 180 I don't know what you call it like I've kind of in a way nowadays I almost almost not fully but almost prefer people who used to go to those types of churches or who are from that religious background um I kind of notice I do have a bit of a preference for people who kind of like grew up in the religion not that they're religious now I find that I don't know I don't really find that to be something that I find myself attracted to but 
more so to people who were in the religion because um, I feel like culturally we just have a lot in common we still maybe know some of the same people like I was saying like there's that like intermingling of like the cult of like the churches and stuff like that I still kind of know certain people um and so um I, it's still kind of like a comfort zone of mine and I don't really have a lot of friends that like go actively to church too much but I have maybe two that do but um most of my friends that kind of grew up in the church uh out in LA uh and I say the church not like my specific one that I had a membership with that I would go to I mean the church as in the religion uh itself in that denomination I went you know I call that the church like but in LA um like because it is kind of like a small town feel still it's like I still talk to people who you know we grew up together since we were like five years old kindergarten first grade second grade third grade you know junior high you know middle school high school like even if we didn't go to the same schools we still saw each other on the weekends we still saw each other multiple times a week you know um some friends i literally talked to or saw every single day for years and so it's like you know i or parts of their family I would see all the time you know like they were friends with my family members they were their parents were friends with my parents um you know I grew up in a very social environment like that but it was also in the middle of a huge city and you know I also intermingled with local people that were not part of the religion uh like neighbors or you know uh people like that that I some of them I'm a little bit still in touch with uh, or just people through school or jobs and stuff like that I'll, I'm still in touch with them but um, yeah like I definitely do have like a more of a of an interest in people who are kind of maybe grew up in that environment um, and it's fine, it's just weird, um, I find that, uh, um, I think probably the biggest struggle is trying to be authentic around those groups of people um it's a little bit hard to do um because there's a little bit you know I find for myself you know having a little bit of like a uh I'm a little hesitant um now one thing that's kind of weird is you know I made the decision to not really like do this whole formal come out thing 
I just invite people into my life and if I feel like it and they'll figure it out, you know, if they're like, oh, where, where are you, what are you going to do this month or what are you up to, you know, what have you been up to or like, and I'm like, oh yeah, I went to this pride event or like, oh yeah, I'm at this gay bar or whatever. Like, I'll just tell them if that's what I feel like I want to tell them and I don't really think anybody needs to know what I'm doing you know I just if you can't figure it out that you ask me to send you a picture of where I'm at and I send you a picture of this you know twink guy go-go dancer dancing on a pole on a bar somewhere at a gay bar with pride with like these pride flags LGBT flags in the background I mean I think that's very clear where I am you know what I mean (laughs) it's like what are you doing tonight here you go this is what I'm doing you know it's like I don't really like have the whole like oh yeah you know but if people ask me like oh like who's the last person you dated or like are you dating or whatever I'll tell them but I'm not really gonna just do this whole like let's come out and let me have a sit down and like let you know what's going on it's like nah if you can't put two and two together you know then you're just not paying attention but yeah that's kind of how I am with my religious friends out this way is like I don't really do a whole formally coming out thing it's more like you know if you want to come to the gay bar on my birthday then you're more than welcome to join you know if you want to you know do this or that you know with a pride event or whatever you know then you're more than welcome to join um or if somebody asks me certain questions, I'll just like answer them. But it's like, I don't, I'm not going to do the whole formal thing. It's like, if you can't figure out what I am or what I'm doing, then you're probably just not talking to me on a regular basis and you just don't know. Um, but if you are, you know, talking to me on a regular basis, then you'll know what I'm doing. And that's just kind of how that goes. Um, and there won't be any question about that, or there might be like, you might not know, like, identity wise like how I identify but you know I feel like that's kind of where I've settled with this whole religious background it's like you know I don't intend to do a whole let's sit down and and come out to people thing like that's just not my thing like I don't feel that I should be obligated to do that that's none of anybody's business um i i feel like you know if somebody's lgbt they do not have to do that i don't feel like people have to be obligated to formally sit down and come out to people and reveal their identities and all this if they want to if they find empowerment in that i would say go for it do it for me i don't find empowerment in that I find it, you know, being from a religious background with a bunch of religious background people, I feel it as more of a way to put myself out there in a vulnerable position in a way that might backfire negatively because I know so many gossipy people. So I'm kind of like, that's kind of how I keep the ball in my court and how I'm not like trying to take my power out of it to open up the doors of prejudice to people it's kind of like I tell people on my own time if people are going to be my friend and want to just hang out 
I mean, I understand not everybody wants to go to gay clubs and gay bars and pride events and all that kind of stuff. Like, not everybody wants to go and do it. So if they don't want to go and do it, I'm not really going to care. Um, I don't really need something to be, like, hyped up or whatever. Um, but if it is something hyped up, then cool. And if it's not, then cool. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't really need things to go that way, um, I've kind of realized. Um, and I'm, I don't think I'm, like, feeling shame or anything. I just don't feel like, I don't feel like for myself it's wise just because I know how that community of people can be, even the people who aren't in the religion, they still communicate with the people who are, you know, just because somebody isn't a part of the religion doesn't mean that they're not super gossipy, or the people who are a part of the religion, you know, they might be super gossipy and in interacting with the other people, like, it's just kind of one of those things, like, I kind of know better, better than to put myself out there. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, uh, you know, there's still a lot of stuff that, you know, my lifestyle in LA, I've still got to kind of figure it out. You know, it takes a lot of figuring out. Um, and you know, I don't have all the answers. I kind of make up my own rules as I go. So it's kind of like, you know, but yeah, like I would say like early, like I wasn't, I wasn't really dating people like serious dating people like early on. Um, like I would go and invite people to like, like I said, like those school events where they had like banquets or some kind of like event like that. I'd invite people or, um, you know, um, yeah, I'd mostly send out invites and that kind of thing. But yeah, I never was really too, um, I was never really too, um, like, hardcore into, you know, just having to do that whole let's come out to everybody kind of thing. Like, I feel like I do my own version of that, you know, just by sending an invite or just, like, telling somebody what I'm up to. I feel like that's how I do that. I don't have to sit and, like have a full-on conversation with somebody about it, like, um, like, if I, if I'm talking to people about somebody that I date, or about, or about my dating life, if I talk to them about my dating life, then I will talk to them about who I might or might not have an interest in, like, if we talk about that, then we'll talk about that, if I don't talk about that with certain people, then I'm not gonna be just, like, randomly telling them you know because we already don't talk about it in the first place if you don't know the kind of substances I'm interested in or that I like to take certain things on occasions if you don't know that about me then I'm not gonna you know try to um 
you know, explain it. You know, people who know that about me know that I know what I do, you know, because I share that part of my life with them. If I don't, that means it's because we never talk about it. So why would I share that? You know, but, um, yeah, like I, I, um, yeah, that's kind of how I operate with things. Um, and I'll see if, if I'm meeting other people. Like, I'm kind of excited that for my birthday, I've got some friends that want to meet up, so that's going to be fun, and we'll just chill, just kind of like old school style, how we almost always used to chill, keep it simple, I don't really need to do some big thing, um... See if people want to hit up the local gay bar. If they don't, then they don't. If they do, then cool. Um, but I just want to chill at the beach, and so that's what we'll do: chill at the beach, get some food, watch the sunset. There should be some music there because this is LA, and then we'll call it a night after an hour or two. Like I don't really need to do some extravagant thing. I just want to hang out and chill and mingle amongst friends and maybe get those friends to kind of interact with each other a little bit because they're all good people uh I think they'd all get along some of them know each other some of them don't so uh yeah we'll see but yeah guys I uh that's all I kind of have to say and with that thanks for listening